Disclaimer, all views expressed on this podcast represent the host and his guests, and not the companies or agencies they are associated with. Welcome to Tony's Game Lounge, a weekly podcast that covers gaming news, upcoming releases, and topics from all aspects in the gaming industry. Kick back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Tony's Game Lounge. I'm your host, Tony Erickson, joining you as always. And this week in the Game Lounge, we have a very special guest, and I'll let him introduce himself. Hello, everybody. My name is Nick Rule. Uh, I started streaming on Twitch about like nine months ago or so and kind of just met Tony through that. And I'm here now. Happy to be here. Uh, It's happy to have you here. How you doing, dude? Good, good. It was a a little chaotic day. Uh, Streaming (laughs) last night got um, a little crazy with the drinking on a Friday. So been fighting that nice hangover. But we're here and we're alive and we took some naps and uh, we feel good. Oh, that's great. I'm going to be taking some naps on Monday because I work the extra early shift on Monday. Ooh, got to love that. God, you got to love it. Um, <laughs> well, welcome to the Game Lounge. Uh, because you're brand new here, we get to start with the archive uh, where you're going to give us your favorite video game, favorite video game character, and favorite video game soundtrack. Okay. Favorite game. Um, Honestly, uh, it always goes... A lot of different directions when it comes down to like Halo. I think about that a lot. Um, for some reason, Halo Three obviously stands out. Halo Four's it, it, it was debated, but I really enjoyed it. However, The Last of Us to this day is the f- the the best game I've ever played in my life. Oh, do I have some people to set you up with if you're on this podcast again? I ha- we've had them on earlier this season, but we had my boy Cole and my other boy Nick. Uh, they just they absolutely love the last Dude, of us it is it is one of the best games ever created i think i think in terms of story in terms of acting because the way that they they wrote everything and i'm pretty sure you know this i mean it's literally the podcast it's what it's about but like the the fact that they had real actors come in and wear suits and the whole game is actually acting like it's not Oh yeah, that's the, all mocap and all. It's that's insane. Dude. Oh yeah, that is insane. And I feel ugh, I hate saying this, but I haven't played the second one yet because oh. right when I was going to play it, um, that's when I started streaming, and I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'll actually save it and I'll play it on stream. But that's like getting a whole Elgato uh, capture card and all of that. So that's eventually something I want to do in the future. But. uh I, I was kind of saving it for that because I was like, dude, I would just, I would love to play through it on there. As far as um, character, I just love Master Chief. I think that dude's a badass. Um, I can't think of a single character off the, like another another favorite game of mine would be um, Bioshock Infinite. I love Infinite. I love dude. that one so much. <laughs> that is a good game. It's that... so, it's definitely not, I not not as hard as like the original Bioshock and Bioshock no, 2, right. which is why I like it a lot more than the other two. And it's also uh-huh. like the only Bioshock I've platinumed as well. Oh, no shit. Yeah. That's that's some hard work right there. When I when I played it, um, I just remember sitting there like it's one of those games where you're sitting in your chair and you're like leaning more and more toward the screen. You're like, what's about to happen? Um, so I, I really like Booker in that. I thought Booker was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, big fan of just Master Chief in general. I just like his... Uh, 
tenacity and the fact that he just does whatever he possibly can. So I think for character wise, I'd have to go with like probably Master Chief. And then, um, which is such like, I feel like a stock answer for people, you know, like he's a good, he's a cool, badass character. Yeah. I just, it, when it comes down to, to video games and storylines, I used to play a lot of them when I was a kid, but not so much now. So there's just kind of like the old ones sitting in the back of my head. But when it comes down to uh, the soundtrack of a game, I, I mean, you can't you can't hum the Halo theme song, like the the song in the the intro screen, without other people like humming along with you. It's just <laughs> it, it stands out like it will stand the test of time. That is one of the best soundtracks ever. I mean, if social media has proven it's still like you still see those videos of the guys get it in the boys washroom just to do make dude, a video dude, of I, was that. Actually, I was gonna ask you if you've seen those because when when the guy just he starts singing it and it's echoing like you get the chills and you kind of start like slowly humming it with him and you're like oh yeah no this this is definitely gonna stick with me for the rest of my life yeah and then out comes 20 more guys from all the stalls and everything else. <laughs> <laughs> uh i do oh, actually i do want to actually go back a little bit and on the topic yeah. of last of us uh, because they're getting the HBO showdown with, with The Last of Us. And what do you Ooh, think of that? I am so stoked. As for the casting, um, really stoked for who they chose for... Uh, oh, God, I forget his name. This is how long it's been since I played the game. The main character. Joel. Joel. And then, um, what is it, L? Right? Ellie. Ellie. Um, I don't know about Ellie's casting. I just feel like... I have to look this up again because I, I feel like she didn't really fit the role or the look at least. Right. Mm. But I heard she's a fantastic actress, so I could be totally wrong. Um, but as for who was the guy that they casted, he's um, he's the Mandalorian. He oh, was in Game of yeah, Thrones. I know who you're talking about. I don't know his name off yeah, the top yeah. of my so, head, but I know who you're talking about. Pedro Pascal. That yes. Guy. Yes, dude. Um, and then Bella Ramsey. She was, I believe, in... Yeah, she was in Game of Thrones as well. I just don't... I don't know. She doesn't really, like, fit the part. But I, I, I'm I'm open to being wrong. Yeah. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on uh, the show as a whole? Um, I'm actually going to try to do some hunting down because they're going to be filming that in my city. Oh, really? Yeah. They're going to be filming Ooh. it up here in Calgary. So it's nice. going to be, I'm going to try to definitely try to find where they're shooting and take some, if they're doing any open location shootings. Yeah. Cause I know the, the reason that they're coming up here is because we, we're opening up some new studios for the film and TV industry to do more filming up here in Western Canada. That isn't Vancouver. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, dude, I hope you get to actually see something. I, it would be cool. I mean, I work out at a news station, so... We're just, right. <laughs> yeah, be, I mean, it, it kind of would make sense that you would run across it. It would be, it would be dope. Um, moving on to our first topic of the day over in the startup screen. Uh, March is now officially over, uh, which means Mario is dead. <laughs> what? According to the internet, Mario is dead. Awesome. Okay. Uh, as we all know, uh, Mario's 35th anniversary was all of 2020, uh, releasing the Superstar 3D Superstar Collection, uh, Mario 35, the Battle Royale game, and a bunch of other Mario-related things going on throughout the year. Well, now that 
the end of March has come, which was the last day that you could buy uh, Mario uh, 3D All-Stars. Um, so there's the only copies that are left that will be are the ones that are left over in stock for some places if you have not picked mm. the game up yet. And Mario 35 is now off of the eShop and servers are done for it. Huh. I, I honestly heard nothing about that. That's why when you said Mario's dead, I was like, excuse me, Mario, <laughs> Mario what? <laughs> well, because of this, uh, the internet has now taken, of course, to the memes like they always do of just mm. dead Mario memes. No, why? (laughs) (laughs) Just because it's the internet, man. Super Mario dies for a living. Yeah. That's like the the recent headline that I just read. Rest in peace, Mario. Mario's dead. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so um, this opens up um, a couple things as this year is Zelda's 35th anniversary, uh, Mm. believe it or not. So what do you think we're going to hear stuff about that? I Dude, so when it comes down... I don't know. When it comes down to Nintendo, I I'll just like randomly hear things like, "Oh, we have a new system coming out," or uh, the second installment of um, Breath of the Wild. Right? Mm-hmm. I was like that. I just saw the trailer. I don't know where I heard no talk leading up to it. It just dropped in my face. So I don't know if I'm not paying attention or they don't say a lot. The Breath of the Wild trailer, the sequel one, that was I believe shown off at the Game Awards a couple years ago. Right, and that was that's really the only trailer we've gotten for that game. They talked about it recently at the latest Nintendo Direct, mm-hmm. where it's like it's still in development, but it's we'll have more updates to you later. So yeah, as far as their thirty fifth kickoff, I have zero idea. Like I just see it when it's presented, and then that's pretty much it. Which side note to go back to uh, favorite game, Ocarina of Time is also up there. I am still one of the best games. I still need to play Ocarina of Time. There's a lot of Zelda oh. games. There's a lot of Zelda games I need to play. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it, there's a lot on my like retro backlog list that, that I want to play. If you, uh, whenever you start going the retro way, I would start with that man. That is, man, that is a good game. I do. I own the the Master Quest version of the game for the GameCube, where it comes with the base game Ooh, and then nice. the the hard version of the game. Oh, I didn't even know there was a different version. I yeah, didn't even know they had different only things. On, only on the GameCube. And it's huh. basically, you you can play the original game, and when you beat that game, you unlock Master Quest mode. Or you can choose from the start. I can't remember exactly. And Master right. Quest mode is basically the same thing, just, I believe it's different just dungeon different dungeon layouts. one arm. Got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I have no idea as far as that 35, or 35th kickoff. Yeah. I'm... Probably expecting something for maybe July, I think. That's probably mm-hmm. realistic of what we're maybe going to hear some things, ideally, because yeah. a lot of people love Zelda. Like, there's a lot of Zelda fans in this world. And for that, if they don't, I feel like they need to treat Zelda like they did with Mario and maybe how, a little bit more. How uh, often have you seen people get uh, Zelda confused with Link? Uh, not as much nowadays. But like yeah, nowadays, but back then. Oh, back then, yeah. Link was Zelda in people's eyes. They're like, "Oh, you picked Zelda." I'm like, "What? Do you know why?" <laughs> oh yeah, it's yeah. yeah. Um, one more question that I do want to ask mm-hmm. you before we move on to the weekend review is, um, what franchise anniversary are you the most excited for? That's coming up within the next couple of years. Do you have any off the top of your head as far as anniversaries? Uh, I believe. 
This year is also Sonic's 30th anniversary. That, Sonic. You know, there's like some games, and it's the same with Mario too, where it's like you're beating a dead horse. That's why the Mario's dead thing was like really funny to me because I'm like, at what point when they were making the Mario and Sonic game like collabs and they were doing like the Mario and Sonic and friends tennis and, and stuff like that, I'm like, when does it end? Like, when when are we just going to be like, okay, maybe maybe add some exciting things instead of just, like, bleeding it dry, you know? Um, when it comes down to, to Sonic's 30th this year, what do you think they'll do for it? Um, we, believe it or not, we actually talked about this in an earlier episode uh, with our good friend Dion. Um, hmm. I, I, w- I would like them to make uh, Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2 remakes. Um, that's what I would love for them to do, or maybe like a generation, a Sonic Generations HD, or Sonic Generations Two, or something along those okay. lines. The, uh, uh, the remakes that you were talking about were those one with the Chows. Yes, right? yes, dude, dude. <laughs> those games. If those came back and they had remakes, I'd play them. Hell play yeah, them. dude. Those games were so good, so good, and especially when uh, uh, I forget which game it was where you actually like. Uh, Sonic and Shadow, it's a, it's a spoiler for anybody that hasn't played it. Um, Sonic and Shadow like team up at, at one point and you have like the super versions of yep. them. That's the end Dude. of Sonic Adventure 2. <laughs> that is... God, there's so many good games I forgot about growing up, you know? Like, it, you're asking me these questions about like the anniversaries of things and I, I'm just this this basic... I'm just this basic bitch right now where I just play like a bunch of Call of Duty and... Uh, <laughs> valorant and whatever is popular and fun and then i forget like there's all these really badass games that we played when we were younger you know oh yeah yeah like uh my twitch experience whenever i'm on twitch watching i'm usually most of the time i'm watching speed runs of sonic adventure 2 i was gonna ask if you watch speed runs i think you'd get along really well with my brother-in-law because like that that is his that's his shit like he's in his he's oh god he just hit his 40s so like his generation um being you know he's what in his 40s probably like 15 years older than me ish um so i'm saying generation as if it's he's like 60 (laughs) years older than me but like he he's in this we always talk about it like he's on the fence between my age group and then the people that were playing like atari right Oh, oh yeah and so he's got this really cool middle ground where Dude, I'm telling you, I'm not even kidding. I would love to hear your guys' knowledge going back and forth to see who like tires out first. Because <laughs> he'll 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 talk my ear off and I'm like, dude, what the hell are we even talking about anymore? And he's like, What, you didn't you didn't know about this and that and that and this? I'm like, No. I had zero idea. I play Call of Duty. Like, I'm sorry. I wish I could uh, chime in more. <laughs> that's amazing. I def- uh, definitely, uh, I mean, that sounds really, I, I would love to go back and forth with that. And I, I, that would be really dope. He He's into like the whole, uh, we have like a comic books and um, card shop out here. Ooh. And, oh, dude, he actually used to have a podcast. Huh. I totally forgot about that. That was all about this stuff. If I'll, I'll throw uh, like, what you do toward him and i uh, uh, just like briefly not not you know oh you should have one i'm not doing that whole thing mm-hmm. i'm just saying 
if that's an interest ever, if you ever need an extra guest and he's open to doing that, I think I think you'd have a blast talking to him. Hell but, yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Uh, like I said, briefly throwing it out there, not doing the whole you should uh, <laughs> you should do this with your show. Like, no, well, it's your show. Yeah, man. absolutely. Um, on the back on the topic of anniversaries, it's uh, Resident Evil's twenty fifth anniversary. Ooh. Um, okay. Street Fighter 2 specifically turns 30. Ooh. Um, Dragon Quest is 35. Uh, Sonic is 30. Crash is 25. Crash. Crash Bandicoot. Um, oh, Bandicoot. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. Tomb Raider. Wow. Tomb Raider will be 25 as well. Damn. And come November, Xbox and Halo's 20th. Yes, yes. So we have we have a lot yes. of anniversaries to look forward to this year. Yeah, that's that's not bad. I need to keep up with some of this stuff more. It always <laughs> makes me happy hearing this. I'm like, oh wow, that threw me back, and this threw me like Tony. How old are you? I am 23, going 24 in June. Okay, so I'm 26, going 27 this year, and like it's starting to set in. Like, oh, we're getting older. Like, damn, I played that when I was like five, six. Like damn, I, you know, it's it. You hear twentieth anniversary, and you're like, "What? Oh yeah, that came out when I was, I was five or six at the time." Yeah. Damn. Oh, it's damn. So crazy. It's yeah. very crazy. Uh, and you know what's more crazy? Some of the news this week because it was April Fool's Day not too long ago. So we have some April Fool's news in the week in review. This week in review, a look back at top headlines and stories from the gaming world. And uh, this week, um, some of the games that came out this past week, we've had Outriders, one of the big game releases. Uh, Mm -hmm. My Destiny Insider Jackson has confirmed it is a very fun game. So check that out uh, if you have the chance. Uh, Disco Elysium, the final cut, was released uh, in everywhere but Australia because uh, Australia has a weird thing with that game. So odd. Yeah. Uh, And all the Kingdom Hearts games are now available on PC. Huh. So you can. So okay, can, can we go back really quick to the disco one? Disco Elysium, yes. Do you know why? I believe it has something to do with one of this. I got. I gotta find this again. Uh, disco Elysium, Australia. It's basically banned in Australia, but Steam is like, "Fuck it, we'll keep selling it anyway." That's what. Uh, it's a. It's been refused classification in Australia. But Steam is still has it available for them. But Australia, I, I just, I, yeah. I guess, it's just crazy to me that like they're gonna ban. I, I hear Disco Elysium, and like I hear Disco, and I'm like banned. Oh, like, it's for- not. It's nothing like uh, actual Disco. It's more like a very gritty storytelling game. Oh, okay. I literally just clicked the images, and I went, oh, okay. So it's like a, yeah. All right, yes. makes more sense. Um. And then Outriders. Um, have you played it at all? I haven't yet. I am currently in the midst of playing Story of Seasons Pioneers of Olive Town, which is I, the new Harvest Moon game. I was like, what is that? <laughs> if you, it's be, uh, so I don't know if you know. Do you know the story about Story of Seasons and Harvest Moon? I've never even heard it until this day right okay, now. Okay, so the developers of the game and the localizers of the game, those are the two parties that we have at play here. The localizers are the ones that came up with the name Harvest Moon, and so when those developers went to said 
company uh, for the localization. They're like, oh yeah, absolutely, and they work together. And so when we, we got all the Harvest Moon games coming out, until there was a thing that went down, and the localizers were like, fuck you. It was like there was a there was a a falling out between the two, basically, and. Mm. So the developers lost the name Harvest Moon, but the Harvest Moon guys then gave that title to a whole different developer, or th- and they started making di- new Harvest Moon games that sucked, basically. This is, uh, whereas it's all like farming and whatnot. Yeah. Right? Whereas the original developers of Harvest Moon got the name Story of Seasons, and those are basically, if it's a Story of Seasons game, it's Harvest Moon. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That sucks, dude. It's so uh, that whole ma- that sucks. Yeah, but they're great games. Pioneers of Olive Town would recommend. It's a lot of fun. If you played Stardew Valley, it's basically a three D Star- Stardew Valley. Okay, so Stardew Valley started uh, picking up recently, especially like on Twitch, and then you know that that bleeds into everybody that watches Twitch, and then people start playing it more and yes. pulling their friends. That's because and the those- one point five update was released for everything. See, and and those games just like so far under my radar that when i started hearing stardew like the first thing that came to to mind and i don't know why was like a star fox game i thought it was something (laughs) where they're flying around in space and shooting each other and then i i clicked the stream and went oh no definitely not that but there are so many harvest moon games i'm looking at nine of them right now and there's probably more i'm assuming i that sounds about right yeah it's like uh, animal crossing stardew valley harvest moon those games all fall into each other just basically yeah not not really my game, so I don't know much about them, but I, I understand people's appeal to it. Yeah, they're they're yeah. nice escape from reality type games. Right. As far as um Outriders, the the demo was very confusing mm. as far as like cause they did a lot of jump scene or like uh cuts in between scenes so that you wouldn't get a lot of the story. But it plays like Destiny and Gears of War together. Huh. And it's actually a lot of fun, but but do you remember what happened with Anthem? Oh, yeah. It's falling it, into that same trap. It, it, yeah, it, it really did feel, sound, look just like it. I mean, release date was April 1st, and <laughs> um, which is just like, that's funny in itself. Yes. But they put it on a Xbox Game Pass before it was even, they two weeks prior to its release, um, they took everybody's pre-orders, or they offered like, you can return your pre-order because it's going to be on Game Pass. And I was like, I don't, I don't know if I understand that move or not. I don't know if that's like you're not having confidence in your game or you're having such confidence that you're giving people like the room to play that they'll bring their friends in, you know? Yeah, that's interesting. It is interesting to say the least. I think it might yeah. a part of it that might be on Xbox's side as well because they're like, hey, this is they're, they're like confident that this is going to be their next big game. As well. I hope so. I hope I might I might dive into it because I'll tell you right now that demo was a it was a fucking blast, dude. It was a blast. I'll definitely check it out down the line. I it, I there's so many other games I need to get through, but oh. it's on my radar. Too many. Yeah. Of uh, as for the news this week, and there's quite a bit. Uh, starting off, Among Us finally released their new update, uh, the new airship map, and a bunch of new cosmetics. Uh, I played on it with a couple friends. It's the, the it's really big, like. I heard, I heard. Um, but thankfully, um, the next update will be making that big size more worth it, as they're going to be making fifteen player lobbies. Ooh. Uh, and a new art style for the game as well. So look forward to that on their next update. They haven't 
talked too much about that, but in the recent reports that I read up on, that's what they are planning next. Wow. I'm actually kind of impressed with that. That's not bad. Yes. Huh. Uh, I might have to dive back in because it, uh, it died off like it did for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, however, proximity chat is what ruined it in a good way. Because have you ever played Among Us with proximity? I haven't. I don't have a good enough PC to run that stuff yet. <laughs> Dude, Tony, I'm telling you, when they fix it, because for some reason it's broken right now, oh. it is unbelievable fun. It's unbelievable content. I mean, the prox chat works beautifully. Like the fact that it sounds like somebody's walking in and out of a room and you can have like conversations with people in between walls. So you can kind of plan something where you're talking to each other. It sounds like muffling. And then you call out the people's names that are walking by. And if you get slashed, it's them. So like I said, ruined it in a good way because without it, it, I got like a taste of the good life and now I can't go back type thing, you know? Yeah. It's like drugs. But, uh. It's, it's like drugs. Like drugs. <laughs> Precisely. Among Us Prox Chat. It's like drugs. Um, Trademark. But yeah, it, it's, dude, they, they have to adopt it. They have to take mm. it. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely worth a shot. Yes. For sure. uh, in the free game news, uh, PlayStation Plus games uh, with Plus uh, for April are Days Gone and Zombie Army, Army 4 for the PlayStation 4. And for the PlayStation 5, you can also get Oddworld Soulstorm for free as well. And with the games with gold, we have Vikings, Wolves of Midgard, and Truck Racing Championship for the Xbox One. Uh, on the play- more PlayStation news, the PlayStation Store for the PlayStation 3 and the Vita officially closed down this summer. So support for those old consoles is beginning to finally close off. And uh, if you want to buy games now, you got to adopt the PlayStation 4 or higher. Rest in spaghetti. Rest Never in spaghetti. spaghetti. <laughs> Never forgetting. <laughs> um, in some beta news, Knockout City, the dodgeball third-person shooter game, is live in its cross-platform open beta. I am going to stick the hardest metal rod in the spokes right now. That game is... Tony, when I say I I have a small addiction to me... Like, remember the drug conversation we had about two minutes ago? <laughs> this is... I, I Like, I wanted to play it today. Like, had I not been hungover, I would have been playing this all day up until this podcast. Like, I... It is so good. Wow. It's so good. It's like... Who would have thought that dodgeball, but put in a form of like free roaming, I don't know. It's nuts. I played it for like, I think six hours last night and, and dude, uh, it's, it's incredible. Is it, it's it, absolutely incredible. It's very much an untapped market and there's only one other dodgeball game I can think of. Which is? Uh, the dodgeball minigame in Super Mario Sports Mix. Huh. Yeah. See, I, I. Oh, I think I've seen that. But yeah, like as far as that, you're right. They're they're really and I think that's what they hit this on the head. Like they created something. I, I don't know why I'm so passionate about it. And like I'm not the type to to toot my own horn when it comes down to video games. Like I'd say I'm I'm okay. I'm not crazy at them. But for some reason on this game, I was wrecking people. And I was like, oh, this might this might go into my heavy rotation when this comes out. Because I think it comes out May 21st. That sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah. And I am going to buy it without hesitation. Ooh. Like, 
I highly, like, 10 out of 10 recommend this game. Okay. I'll definitely check this one out. It's and With it being how it is, I can easily pick it up and play it in between a couple of games I'm playing. It, it's one, And it is one of those ones where it's like, oh, I can just play this for an hour and hop off. Exactly. Like, you don't have to dedicate. Oh, dude, those games, they're, uh, they're underrated. Mm-hmm. Definitely are. Um, for sim in simulator game news, we have a new simulator type game coming out called Brewmaster Beer Brewing <laughs> Simulator. Love it. Uh, so now you can brew your own beer in your own little kitchen, and because uh, real life is too because real life is too complicated. There are plans uh, for a release, I believe, this year for the PlayStation Four, but a majority of uh, with every it coming out to everything next year, guaranteed from the looks of the trailer. Love it. Um, for them. In Animal Crossing news, it is that time of year again to. Uh, to not like the game because Bunny Day is back with more recipes and more eggs in the rivers, trees, and rocks. <laughs> uh, and of course, the mascot of it all, Zipper T-Bunny. I just, it's, like I said, under the radar, but uh, I love hearing about it. If people like it, dude, I love hearing about it. I, I was on that game for a good, for basically all of 2020. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's what a lot of people were doing. I, um... <laughs> Uh, an ex of mine um, wanted to play it last year and I was going to buy it, you know, with the world being the way that it was. And I was like, if I get you this, will I talk to you anymore? Will will I see you? Will you be just consumed by this? Because everybody, everybody and their grandmas were just diving deep on this, man. Yeah, it was definitely Nintendo played their card right. And I think they have a small part to play in the pandemic. Just minor, <laughs> just a minor one, but you know, dude, it's a bunch of Animal Crossing characters, like short little stubby people, just sitting there pressing the fucking red button that you're not supposed to press. Like, <laughs> just send it, just full send, shut down the world. We need money. Like, yeah. just get rid of it. Oh, that's good. Um, in Japanese game news, the Neon Genesis Evangelion Tamagotchi type video game is now. In English and can be downloaded in North America. It's called Neon Genesis Evangelion Angel Raising Project. What is that game even going to be? <laughs> I don't, yeah. Did you watch Neon, uh, Evangelion at all? I just read Tamagotchi, and so my brain okay. went. Um, Wait, Evangelion is a very it's a classic like '90s anime. To my knowledge, oh, okay. I haven't watched it okay. myself because I'm not very interested in it, even though I've been told to watch it by a lot of my friends. Um, mm -hmm. And it's basically you raise an angel, which is what the big bad villains are. I, that's what I'm getting from it. I don't know myself. It's one of those weird ones that I don't know if I'll touch. Yeah, this is uh, when it comes down to anime. It uh, not my lane at all, but. Uh... I, I click this and I'm like, I, I couldn't tell you, like, if you showed me this in a, a batch of 10 pictures of other animes, I couldn't tell you if they were all the same photo, <laughs> if they were different. This one kind of looks like, um, what's the, the, the I was going to say full metal jacket, but it's not the metal. Full metal alchemist? Yes. It kind of looks like that from a photo I'm looking at right now. And uh, dude, I'm having, I guarantee there's somebody like how fucking dare you <laughs> like, like they're probably so pissed i'm like hey i'm sorry the weebs are just, after you know. us now oh yeah big time um is some updates hearthstone forged in the barrens that update is now live for the game and fortnite has dinosaurs yep that's all i got for that 
Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> what what was your honest take on Fortnite right now? Right now, um, from everything I've heard, it is they had their time. Yeah. That's that's what I'm um understanding is it is it is Fortnite's uh they're on their way out. They're saying goodbye. Um just from what I've heard, I don't know, man. For all I know, this is just the adults talking. Uh, I have a nephew that's addicted to this stuff. So I I've never played it outside of season one. And then I think I watched the season updates when they happen because they're cool. They're they're dope. Don't get me oh, wrong. Yeah. Fortnite's a they're a fantastic uh company. They're a fantastic game. They've done a lot for the gaming community in terms of like what can we do next and what can we add and how can we change it? Um, but from what I'm hearing now with this new stuff, it's just not it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And considering next month is their lawsuit versus Apple where it's actually going to take place in the courts. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. It kicks off okay. next month. That to me was one of the coolest things when they told Apple to go fuck themselves. I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. You got you got mad respect from me for that one because that whole video that they did yeah or it was like photo series or whatever it was hats off i'll tip my hat you know that was good Mm -hmm. um in some sports game announcements ea has announced that they are actually going to be going back into the pga tour games and they are working on a new one after we thought that they had lost the license to 2k no it looks like they must have picked something up as they will be releasing a new pga tour game any interest in that from you actually yes believe it or not i am a huge fan of the og 2004 and 2005 pga tour games hmm fair enough i love those ones they are probably uh, some of my favorite sports games in general me personally when it comes down to golf uh not interested in all i understand definitely that it it is a sport for sure Mm -hmm. it takes a lot of concentration and precision that I'll never develop in my life, but um, the the only thing that I have to chime in on this, like at all, was when I was a kid and my brother played any of the PGA games or any of the Tiger Wood games. For some reason, the second that he made a connection with a ball, when I'm talking like when I was like six, I would be in tears. Like there was something about the noise that made me laugh to an extreme, like it was almost like a snap in my head. I don't know. It was like the funniest comedy I've ever heard in my life. And that is all I can say about PGA. Huh. Yeah, I just, I don't have much on that. But, I mean, good for them for actually having another one coming out. Alrighty. Uh, According to a research paper, your next PC might be made of crab. What? (laughs) What? one more time <laughs> uh, according to a research paper your next PC might be made of crab and that's because of a material that is found inside crab shells it's very uh, it's a type of carbon fiber or, or like it's something that's huh. very tough and can be used for uh, PC cases I don't know how I feel about that you know I mean like it's just it's gonna be a constant it just means your PC will be a constant crab rave Yes. Oh, I was actually going to bring that up. If you've ever seen that, of course you have. I mean, who hasn't? If you haven't seen Crab Rave, pause this and go watch it. I mean, it's it's one of the best. It's things. legit one of my FFZ emotes that I have for my streams. Yeah, yeah. It's uh one of the I think like a bit donation noise that you can play that blows my speakers <laughs> off my goddamn head. Um, 
but yeah dude uh okay i mean sure make it out of a crap <laughs> uh sgdq uh summer games done quick is currently accepting submissions for their digital online event like they did last year um so instead of having an in-person gathering where everybody gets on the couch and whatnot it is going to be online again uh we are i do know one person who submitted their uh, speed run in, but they'll be on the podcast next week if things go according mm. to plan. So we'll hear more about that next week. Uh, but look forward to SGDQ. I like I like the event. It's I like watching the variety of speed runs that come on every year. So that, always I cool. think that's the one uh, my brother in law watches, and I've sat down and watched them. They're badass, dude. Oh yeah, They're, it's a it's a good little like uh, something to watch to just burn the time. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and before we jump into our April Fool's roundup, uh, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga has been delayed. As to when it's been delayed to, they did not give a specific date, but they want to make sure that they put out the best product that they absolutely can, considering this is all nine Star Wars movies. <laughs> Which, just on a side note, Lego, you're doing a great job, sweetie. Good for you. Mm-hmm good for you You, you're keeping people entertained for years yes uh now on to our april fools roundup uh starting off g fuel they have a sanic chili dog flavor that you can get this is by the way real uh if you ordered it uh it came with a free tub of peach rings and a sanic uh shaker cup i kind of want to puke thinking about that (laughs) that is unbelievable yeah. What? <laughs> All right. Me- <laughs> Meaty G Fuel is what the common consensus is. Oh, um, no, no. Fortnite <clears throat> released Stonks as a skin. <laughs> I saw that. That was good. Uh, Big Chungus was released for the Looney Tunes mobile game. What? Big Chungus? Okay, keep going. Uh, so you, that's that was another real one where it's... Uh, they, well, it's an April Fool's gag. They actually... Implement, implemented it into their game. Uh, Overwatch! Um, they had their characters doing weird and wacky things with their new experimental patch that they put out that you could play with. Uh, I don't know much weird about Overwatch, so it's a bit foreign to me, but it's it, it happened. It's a thing. Weird and wacky things meaning what? Uh, <laughs> Tanks did something completely... Uh, it was like Weird balancing stuff that they did, or unbalancing huh. that they did. Uh, okay. I, I, oh, I like that. Good for them. Uh, Mass Effect, another real one that you could do p- purchase. Um, uh, released a Gar- uh, a Garrus body pillow. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Platinum Platinum Games, the creators of Bayonetta and the likes, uh, announced a sequel. Uh, to an old shoot 'em up game uh, called Soul Cresta, that was, and that's coming out next year. They decided to announce it on April Fools because nobody thought it would ever happen, but now it's happening. <laughs> uh, For Honor released Playground Edition, a one-day event where you whack your friends and your enemies with toy plastic swords, and all the sound effects are squeaky sounds. I can get behind that. that that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Logitech has announced a new Chew Force enabled racing wheel for dogs. Okay. So I saw this quite a bit, especially from people who are sponsored by them. What? <laughs> hey, dude. 
huh? <laughs> like, I'm confused. Is it like what? I I didn't understand it. So it's a racing wheel for dogs. But Tony, <laughs> dogs don't. Tony. <laughs> I mean, according to Car- according to Scooby Doo, if he needed to, Scooby Doo could drive. Now, would he drive well? No, but he could drive. That's fair. That's fair. And now, now dogs can drive better. Exactly. Got it. Got it. Uh, you know what? Sorry. Uh, my bad. I mean, they still need, they wrong. should still get a driver's license, or else you're just going to get pulled over anyway. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Valorant uh, added a literal butterfly knife to the game. I dig that. Uh, I dig that. Razor really uh, posted about their new RGB hair dye. That's beautiful. Good for them. That. <laughs> uh, I love it. Uh, Death Loop, the upcoming game where you're kind of time loop, uh, talked about their new serial Death Loops. Yep. <laughs> and lastly, probably one of the funniest ones that uh, happened on Discord. They added a new sound pack for your notifications with the help of Lil Yachty. No way. Is that. Is it still there or is it gone? It's now? still there. It is still there. You, if you go to your notifications and you scroll down a bit, you can change the sound pack to Lil Yachty. I don't know how long it's there for, but this one, honestly, the best one, in my opinion. It's so funny because it's like you go into a voice chat and you just hear Lil Yachty go, Saw, y'all. <laughs> you, you got friends. Actually, when someone joins the call, it's like, hey, you got friends. That's amazing. Wow. That's actually, I think that's got to be my favorite one. As far as uh, April Fool's Gaming 2021, um, I it, it's just funny to me that, that Warzone added their little twist on things, uh, showing people that they care, which they don't. So that's a joke in itself. <laughs> uh, mo, mo gulags, mo problems. Oh. So if you... On just yesterday, or was it yesterday? No, April Fool's, so two days ago. Um, so on that day, uh, if you were playing and you got killed, you, you go to your gulag. And if you win, you come back. If you get killed again, you get another gulag. And you keep getting gulags over and over until you lose and have to be bought back, and then you don't have them anymore. Not bad. Not a bad addition. In fact, I think they should make it, make it a game mode, but that was uh, their little... April Fool's attempt. Not bad. Not not the best, but not bad. Exactly. Like, you could have done better. Yeah. You could have updated your game or showed your player (laughs) base that you care or maybe fixed the cheaters or your broken guns, but not bad. All righty. (laughs) Moving on to this week's card game news in the draw of the deck. Uh, In the world of the Pokemon TCG, Chilling Rain now has its official artwork the next expansion for the tcg coming out june 9 june 18th just a day right before my birthday um the card packs feature calyrex both its forms on spectrier and glacier and the galarian canto birds uh on the little card packages which is really dope in Yu-Gi-Oh! news we got uh the mini box sign of the harpies which came out on march 31st you can pick those up now and we have a new OCG booster coming out in Japan, the Dawn of the Majesty, which comes out April 17th for the OCG. And in Magic Gathering news, uh, one of the reprint cards for their Strixhaven set. Uh, turns out it was plagiarized. 
uh, from a fan artist. And the art, the contract artist in question who did the plagiarizing has uh, been uh, has severed ties with uh, Wizards of the Coast. Hmm. Uh, as far as um, any of that, just because I don't know much about that world at all, um, when it comes down to actually watching people open Pokemon cards, it's been like a very small, like, just, you know, one of the guilty pleasures. I just, I see them, I turn it on, I'm like, ooh, this is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, have you watched any of the openings? Uh, yeah, actually, a good friend of the podcast, Mac Ryan Mac, has done a couple uh, card pack openings that I've uh, sat down to watch. He did a Yu-Gi-Oh! one as well, and that one I was, like, really invested in, because I'm a, I kind of still play Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, on a, oh, nice. not a not a professional level. I used to play in a couple tournaments when I was young, but I don't play. I just play casually now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I never got into the... I liked collecting when I was a kid, and then it kind of fell off. And when I heard that it was picking back up with people, you know, buying, opening, hoping that they get the best cards again, and they're streaming it, and like you have thousands of people watching at a time, I'm like, is this really happening? Are we just going back in time? And honestly not mad at it yeah it's great it's so fun yeah uh and lastly the dice is right this week in tabletop news uh coyote crow a tabletop rpg that has gained eight hundred and sixteen thousand on kickstarter uh has made its way into the news you can check out the full article about this game on polygon uh game is developed by connor alexander a member of the Cherokee tribe and his team, which is consisted of a majority of First Nations uh, individuals. Um, the game that they've developed is to take place 600 years in the future of an uncolonized America. And honestly, it looks really cool. The concept is really cool. If you want to learn more about this game and uh, how to support it and whatnot, you can go check out the article that's over on Polygon as that's where I uh, got this from uh, to begin with. And that's, that's a cool concept. Yeah, really cool. Uh, yeah. And uh, that is the week in review. Uh, as for the games coming out next week, here is what should be on your radar. From AAA titles to upcoming indies, here is what should be on your radar. No releases on m- this upcoming Monday, but on Tuesday, uh, Lost World, Lost Lost Words Beyond the Page makes its way to the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Oddworld Soulstorm makes its way to the P- both PlayStations and the PC. And Star Wars Republic Commando comes to the Switch and PlayStation 4. No games on Wednesday. On Thursday, Before Your Eyes comes to PC. Borderlands 3 Director's Cut DLC makes its way to all the platforms that it's currently available on. And Scarlet Hood and the Wicked Witch comes to PC. And lastly, on Friday, Trials of Fire comes to the PC. And Say No More comes to the Switch and PC. Nice. And those are the games that are coming. It's a very sh- it's a short week this week uh, for yeah. game, game releases. Um, but we'll be soon seeing those pick back up come mid-April, end of May, as things start getting closer uh, for a little bit until pre- the week before E3, as that's usually when there's not a lot of things coming out. So that's what I was going to ask. So you said this is a short list. What's like a average? Because this has what this week is. This week we have eight? yeah. So that's a, this is short. Like usually, like last week alone, I think we had like a good twenty releases or something like that. Holy hell, dude! Try 
Like, imagine trying to keep up with everything. You see, I, you know? I follow two online lists that update constantly of, like, what's coming out next week and whatnot. Like, it has, like, the whole year, basically, in yeah, yeah. set up. And so I have two of those that I follow to make sure I get as much as I can. Like, now, obviously... Sit when... down and try and play everything, you know? <laughs> like, try it. <laughs> Not enough time in your life, man. Well, yeah, no. Like... If you do the math, like I, I, which I'm not gonna do, but every video game ever created, imagine sitting to be to, to how long you think it would take to play every single game. A few lifetimes, yeah, for sure, yeah. I mean, there's it's the same as like read every single book. Like you never, you'll never be able to. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's gotten so it's gotten to that. It's, it's, the video games have evolved so much, to, and it's yeah. that much. And that, it's so it's the so fact cool. That you brought up uh, what was what was the the game before with the the farming? Oh, we uh, were looking at Story of Seasons. Yes, so Story of Seasons, right? They had I I saw nine games. I hadn't heard it until today. It's like there's no way to keep up with everything. There's no way. Yeah. Not, we do our best here in the game lounge. We do our best. Hey, hey you're 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 kicking ass. Uh, man. Thank you. You really are. Uh, uh, speaking of the game lounge, it's time to talk about our main beefy topics this week in the lounge. This week in the game lounge, Tony talks a variety of topics with his weekly guest. And Nick, why don't you kick us off with our first topic? Is it the uh, Call of Duty one? Yes, yes, it is. Good God! All right, so where do I? Where I mean, okay, let's just Call of Duty in the shape it's in. Yeah. <laughs> so, you, so you're <laughs> so you one of the you're a constant player of Warzone right now. That's yep. Basically, your drug currently one of your big drugs mm-hmm. right now. So, how long have you been playing Warzone? Let's get let's start with that. So I was actually a little bit late to it in terms of like release date to when people were really starting to get the grind in it. I think it, uh, as you said with um, the game before, uh, Animal Crossing, how mm-hmm. how they had caused the pandemic a little bit. I think Warzone also did. Um, <laughs> just gonna throw that out there because what the timing on that was impeccable. Uh, so I was about three months late to it, and when I first started playing it, I thought it was. I remember saying out loud to myself, I was like, this might be the most fun I've ever had playing a game in my life because it's a great game. It's a great structure. It's I've always loved Call of Duty and then turn it into a huge battle royale with like 150 people on a huge map and you're driving around cars and doing insane shit, right? Mm -hmm. Where it is now is still all of those things, but with broken guns, with stim glitches if you don't know what a stim glitch is you can go and sit in the storm in the gas that kills you forever because you have the glitch where you can just keep refreshing your health over and over and over again that's the stim it 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 revitalizes your health and then you're just good to go so you can run around and no one can ever find you unless they're also doing the glitch you have uh invisibility you have people that can get into walls and go underneath the map you have people with uh aim hacks they have wall hacks where they can see you at all times see your name at a distance it tells you how far you are they have um dude it's even to a point where you have to kind of watch kill cams and see if they're hacking and you can kind of tell just a little bit sometimes they have a hard aim hacks where you can just see them like snap to your head you know there's no shot that a human being could do that but then they have soft aim hacks where it's like 
you kind of see like their guns drifting off and then it kind of snaps back a little bit, you know, just enough to help them. It is, it is just, it's a broken game and they don't care. There's cheaters. Uh, their, their guns aren't balanced. You know, like you can have your favorite gun and it doesn't matter because you have to play with the meta. They have, <laughs> they have uh, skins that are, there's a, a, a rose skin. So your character's wearing an all black like leather suit, you know, real real kinky stuff, and <laughs> and you can't see this character in certain environments unless it's outside. But if you're in a building, you're blind. You're literally just shooting wherever you see bright flashes from their gun coming from. It's it is, and yet I still play it. I don't get it. You said it's like it's like my drug, and that's exactly what it is. It's a drug for a lot of people. Like it's. One of the most broken games in history, and I can't stop playing it, and it makes me mad. Dang. Sorry, sorry. I, I have a lot. To say. It just it's 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 a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um. So obviously, aside from like obviously the cheat, the anti cheat. So obviously, let's rephrase this. Obviously, aside from them implementing some anti cheat things, what would you like them to? And balancing, obviously, what would you like them to see add into the game? Uh, so when it comes down to the anti-cheat, actually, uh, they quote unquote have one, but the cheaters are too plentiful. So it's not working, which is just a bullshit cop out. Yeah. You don't have an actual anti-cheat. You dude, an anti-cheat is like, what is it? I think it wasn't Valorant. It's uh, I think it's CSGO. If CSGO sees that you are cheating, it will make your character immediately like shoot down to the ground and you can't look up and i think you drop your guns like that is a perfect troll like go fuck yourself annie cheat right oh yeah and and call of duty has a well we're doing we're doing ban you know rounds it's like no you're not doing enough because you have to do like ip bans or you have to do like some type because if you cheat on a, a system right xbox or or the ps systems um I think you get a uh, console ban. But if you cheat on your PC, you just make another account. That's it. They just ban your account, and then you just make another one, and you're right back at it. One guy got banned. He made four accounts in a month or something like that. Like, it doesn't matter. There's no, there's no stopping it. So what I would want to see is a real anti-cheat, and just for them to listen to their player base. I mean, Valorant does. CSGO, from what my understanding is, they do. There's just a lot of uh, there's a lot of games that Overwatch does. I mean, they're they're as successful as they are and have the love that they do because they actually listen to, from my understanding, listen to their fan base. You know. Yeah, and that's definitely a big thing when you have like these very big, very successful, mul- huge multiplayer type games is listening to the fan base is what you should do. Right. Um, Blizzard, I feel like, is very on the iffy side of that. Because sometimes right. they do and sometimes they don't, depending on what the franchise is, especially Diablo. If you remember right. that, uh, their mobile when they announced Diablo for mobile and that mm-hmm. reaction. How how was that reaction? Because I don't pay much attention not to the great. game. Not not great. People were just pissed off about yeah. it. Yeah, and they were ju- and they were just like suck it up as well. That was the other. See, thing. I just I hate dude. How are you gonna look at people? that pay you okay so warzone's free but it's like you know you you pay for the skins you pay for the 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 gun skins like all you're eventually gonna give them their money right 
how are you going to look the people that support your game in the face and tell you, eh, fucking deal with it, you big baby? Like, what? Like, why don't you try listening to the people that are actually supporting you? You know, like, if my stream was going in a direction that I'd say 90% of people, because obviously you're not going to please everybody, right? Mm -hmm. But if the majority, if not everybody is complaining about something that you're doing, you're probably the problem. Oh, yeah. So it's like, just just listen to the people playing your, I don't know, dude, it makes me mad because it's a multi-billion dollar company, right? And you can't invest in an anti-cheat? Like at all? I just, I don't know. It blows my mind. It blows my mind. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, my next question I got for you is what, because this game is like your drug, what draws you to this game despite all of its flaws compared to other Battle Royales? So, that's actually a good question. Fortnite, I think I like the idea of a first-person shooter. So that's why Fortnite's not... And then again, I mean, I loved Gears of War. Uh, like I was saying, Outriders is really fun. So I don't know what it is about Fortnite. I think it's too uh, cartoony for me. And uh, also, actually, the number one thing is the building. I'm just not... I'm not good at it. Yeah. I'm not... You know, and uh, Call of Duty, I've been playing since I was a kid, since I can remember. So just having that gameplay that I've grown to love and love the way that it's set up and the way it reacts and how the guns work and, and the competition aspect of it. You know, when you get a win in Warzone, if you're not used to winning, it is like a fucking you get this overload feeling in your brain of just. What is it? Not ser- is it serotonin? Yeah, that's, release yeah serotonin. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, it's like a serotonin release, like no other. I mean, I I won it. I won two games the other night with my buddy off stream, and I mean, I was I was on cloud nine. So uh, I think they they just have a really, in my opinion, and what I like in a game, they have a really nice setup. You know, uh, with the buyback system. If you die, you can buy people back for a certain amount of money. Um, I feel like it's it's pretty well balanced in terms of, you know, uh, the closing circles that you get. Sometimes you'll get buildings. Sometimes you get out in the field. Sometimes you have to use a car or helicopter. Like, it's it's pretty balanced. It's just a matter of um, them not having balanced guns or uh, an anti-cheat. Get rid of those, dude. Get rid of those two problems. Best game. Uh, I guarantee you one of the best games in the world. All right. All right. In my opinion. Yeah. Um, did you play Blackout? Uh, what's Black? Call of Duty Blackout, the first battle royale they did. No, actually, I, I like I said, I was late to Warzone. So, oh, you know what? Um, I remember hearing about it, but I never actually saw any gameplay. I believe it was for it came with Black Ops Four. Nice. How was that? I I, I never I, I haven't touched a Call of Duty game since Modern Warfare Three. So, oh damn, <laughs> damn. Okay, fair enough. Uh, fair enough. I got yeah, I kind of fell I off the train about, about with Call of Duty for me specifically, but. I it is, I get it. Yeah. I, I I totally get it. I mean, it's uh, it's not. I didn't play. Let's see. I think I played up until Modern Warfare Two. So I was actually I I stopped before you did. Um, I the rest of the games I didn't really care for, but I've always liked the gameplay. Advanced Warfare kind of felt like a Titanfall to me. I played like once or twice, and I was like, mm, Titanfall already did this. Which Titanfall, by the way, great game, mm-hmm. great game um but yeah I, I i think the reason why i like warzone is it feels to me like a modern warfare 2 type movement but mixed in with like this whole battle royale like 
Battle Royales are the future, which, side note, Halo needs to make their Battle Royale. They just need to. Like, if Halo makes a BR, it's game over for everybody. Uh, I will make that statement right now. I, I've heard it time and time again from, I, I can't, it's like countless streamers. I've heard it from people that are just like, they love Halo. They're like, oh yeah, I would hop on that for sure. You know? Um, but the whole Battle Royale thing is just the, the, the direction games need to go. So as far as like Blackout Thones, just to get back to that, I, I've never saw, I never saw anything about it. All right. I just wanted to ask that because it, yeah. There's a lot of people that played. Uh, it's vi- kind of there's a lot of differences between the two battle royales, mm-hmm. and I believe Black Ops still has operational servers as well. I mean, then again, oh, Black wow. Ops Four is still not that much of an old game, but it's definitely like yeah, it's still. Actually, uh, no one guy who works like directly with he's actually been promoted to a pretty heavy spot in the. Um, I think it's in Treyarch itself. Ooh. So in Black Black Ops 3, there's a, a gumball machine for the zombie game. And I think he completely designed that himself. He used to be my tattoo artist. Oh, dang. Yeah, yeah. It was He's a really, really cool dude. And uh, with Black Ops 4, I think he was the, like, the green light. Like, he flipped the switch on what cars, skins, and something else. I think it was those like what actually got put into the game like he gave the okay go for it and i was like wow you uh you moved your way up nice yeah uh, yeah well, looking at the other questions i have written down and most of them have already been answered so is there anything else you would like to just add about Warzone, call of duty in general that you want to uh, say just a side note of um the fact that my my uh passion about it is just due to the fact that i play it all the time Right. I have a bunch of friends that like grinding it. I literally watch, I, I wake up and turn on streams and that's how I start my morning. I'll have my breakfast and just watch a stream and play like a dumb game on my phone to kind of wake up. Um, it just sucks seeing such a good game and such a like strong community that loves the game. Just watching their game fall apart and you just sit there in anger, but you continue to play. Yeah. So as of right now, I hope I, I hope it shapes up. You know but... what? I, I hope for you that it shapes up as well, because honestly, <laughs> the gamers gamers rise up. That's what we gotta say at this moment. <laughs> rise up, gamers! It's time to take uh, a stand. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter what we do. They're multi billionaires. They know they're gonna get our money. Yeah. But do our best. Do our best. We'll do our best. Uh, and with that, we're gonna move over to our second topic of the day, which. It's the direction of gaming and kind of predicting what trend is next. So. You go ahead. Okay. I'm curious. So, Battle Royale fad, that's, it's slowly, me personally, I believe, we're starting to see it slowly die down a bit. I still think that we're going to see Battle Royales coming out, but they're definitely not as huge as what they once were. Right. Me personally, God, it's what is next? It's hard. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's so hard. Because, like, who would have thought that shoving 150 people into a game, 100, 150, however big your game is, into a large map and making them fight each other because a storm's closing on them was going to be the revolutionary game type to change the world for the foreseeable future? I mean, when did Fortnite start five, six years ago? That sounds 
right somewhere around, somewhere around there ish I, I i just i just remember when fortnite had the initial trailers of like it's a zombie survival game oh dude right oh my god i forgot about that, that was, it was a zombie survival game where you built uh where you dude, with, yeah and it looked it it looked okay yeah. but i it absolutely oh, wow, did. It came out in 2017 so four years july 21st okay yeah july 21st 2017 um so roughly four years ago yeah it God, it feels so much longer. And it still, like, we just had the conversation about Fortnite and what they're doing today. Like, it a four-year game? That's insane. Like, how are you even going to possibly predict the next game? I thought I thought Cyberpunk, which I'm sure you've talked about. Oh, um, we, was we've gonna... had so much coverage <laughs> about Cyberpunk. Eh, I could go on about that, too. That might actually uh, outdo Warzone on the most broken game. <laughs> Dude, that... There were clips I saw where people were looking at like a lake and a car came flying out of the horizon and smashed them. And I was like, dude, what the fuck did I just watch? You know what will be funnier, though? It's when cyberpunk gets fixed before Warzone. <sighs> well, but they care. Yeah, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. It's like they actually they they care from the get. That's, that's why they never put out their game. And then finally, people were like the investors and and the the fan base and the players were just like put this shit out. And they're like, oh, okay, here it goes. And it was not ready. Clearly, I spent sixty dollars on that game and played like two or three times and haven't touched it since. Um, the predictions that we, I think we had is like come like maybe fall this year, the game will probably be much more playable than what it was do you think people will be interested though i don't know that that is definitely the big question of will people be interested in that i honestly do not know because like you had shroud and dr disrespect and a handful of others but those are the main people that like i saw playing it that were just burning through the game right they're like fuck it it's broken we're gonna play it um lots of people completed it for sure uh but once it was done, like it had its life cycle of what, two, maybe four weeks. And then it was just out, gone. I haven't heard a word about it. Like aside from people saying it's broken, you know, they got their memes in and they got their, uh, they got their content and I haven't heard a peep since. Yeah. I think I maybe saw an article that's, that was like an update of like where the game currently is for like fixes and whatnot. And I think mm-hmm. that was really, that's the most recent thing I've heard about the game. And it's still like you said you you heard an update, but that's it. That's it. Right? Yeah, you just kind of heard something. Heard, heard something. Read <laughs> and something. Then, and yeah, it was maybe I think this like a week or two ago at this point as well. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. Uh, but I thought that was going to be a direction. Like I thought that was going to be the next big thing. And I was like, whatever they do with the multiplayer, it has to be huge because it has to be like revolutionary as far as like. What's going to happen next with gaming? I don't think battle royales are done. I don't. I think they they still have a, a pretty long uh, life ahead of them, uh, especially if Halo decides to do one. Because if Halo does one, I feel like Halo will, at the very least, have the Warzone lifespan of a good year of just like taking over the scene type thing. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just don't think they're done. I mean. Fortnite, as much as like people are saying, eh, it's not the greatest update, they still have, I mean, if you go on Twitch right now and just looking at the people watching the people playing it, um, it's in the hundreds of thousands, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, 
People so. can't get enough of Fortnite. As, nope. as much yep. as we dislike it here on the podcast, people can't get enough of it. I'm so glad, though, that... uh the kids stop doing the dances as much yeah yeah that's definitely i mean they I quit just... they quit the dances but now we have number one victory royale yeah fortnite okay. we're about to get that's down a, that is a banger Tony. <laughs> and don't you don't you say other that kid that kid made one of the that song goes so hard and i was like when i first heard it i was like what am i listening to and i listened to it again i was like oh shit he's a genius like, oh my god that's good <laughs> oh my god you see i i i, I i'm not i'm not trashing on him or anything like I, I think it's just i think it's hilarious as well um what i thought was funny is that there are people covering this one person uh-huh. paints painstakingly made a hatsune miku cover of it as well i don't even know what that is What's uh that? hatsune miku miku she is a vocaloid oh, oh. Is that the 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 V? What are they called? V-tubers? Kind of a VTuber, uh, the blue hair, long blue, dual ponytail, looking person. Wait, am I thinking the wrong one? Miko, right? Is that what you said? Uh, Miku, Hatsune Miku. Miku. Oh, okay. Never mind. Never mind. I was thinking of um, forget what her name is. I think it's just Miko on. Oh, Code Miko or Code. I know Code Miko. Yeah, dude. I know who you're talking about. Yes, yeah. she is a fucking riot. That. That chick is hilarious. I was going through her clips like two days ago. It's like this. She, okay, you know what? Actually, that, whatever that is, like, I feel like that would be a direction of like the next. That's actually a good point. That would be like the next fad of somehow making. Maybe the next big thing is like alternate reality. You so, know? sword. Oh, oh, wait, you don't watch anime, so it, you would, this would kind of go over your head a bit. But sword art, onli- sword art online, essentially. Uh huh. Um, so what? What exactly? So sword is, art online. Is it just at- um, basically, you go into a game. It feels like an alternate reality. You basically plug your brain into the network. But uh, there was mm-hmm. a glitch with the the creator did something, and it's like, hey, if you die in the game, you die in real life. Is that what uh, Ready Player One's based on? Mm, when was Ready Player One written? Oh, that's the question. Let me find this see. out. Player One. Ready Player One. Two thousand eleven. Was the the book? Okay. Or the novel? Okay, so the, oh, uh, okay. That's actually really close to when SAO came out. Uh, SAO. Uh, no, like, okay. I, I SAO came out in two, uh, the manga was released in two thousand nine. So. Okay, so so I wonder because they had to have been writing around the same time. So there's no way that they just like because you don't just write Ready Player One in a two year span and then get it published and make it as big as it was. So. It maybe had the same. That's so weird to have the same idea at the same time. So weird. Maybe, maybe they did rip it off. Who knows? Um, but I think something along those lines, because we're already pretty much there. You have VR, yeah. and I mean VR to a point where I I have a few buddies that are so into it. Like they saw a couple of their friends playing it, and then they were like, "Oh, I'll just try it once." And the next day after they tried it, they bought. The whole like setup and everything. Oh yeah. And a buddy of mine works in a content house, which that term to me always makes me laugh because I'm like a content house. 
Um, God. It's like seven of them, and they all have it, and they'll all just have it on, and just that's how they communicate with one another. Wow. So something it's got to be something along those lines in the future i'd say within like the next five years or so and then yeah honestly that's what i was like vr i definitely think vr is at a good point where it's starting to take off more and more especially with how advanced vr is getting uh and improving and i i i'm a huge advocate for vr like we have a couple vr arcades in my city and they're so it's so cool to just go in and just put yourself in these alternate realities and experience you have, games you have vr arcades oh yeah so it's basically you just go in uh you book out like an hour they plug you in that's amazing what yeah actually i, I mean i live uh relatively close a, a good drive from la um and i i saw one like setup in this weird building I, la is weird uh i don't even know how to explain this it's like a commune of different businesses and people sometimes live there i don't know but i remember there was like one room designated to vr and it was this whole insane looking setup so yeah okay that makes sense i just when you said arcade i got thrown back oh, to yeah. like <laughs> arcade and i was like nice dude side note i miss those i miss a good arcade yeah i i didn't really get to experience arcades much growing up <sighs> Like I was, I, uh, too, I was probably too young for it at the time as well, and I was. That's right, being being twenty three. So you're like you were right on the edge of it, right when they started going downhill. And I was, I I got maybe like a good couple years. That uh, brother in law that I was talking about, he's uh, huge into like art. He had a, his buddy owned the arcade that was in our city. Dang. And um, it was like he would go in. He was like a DDR master. Like <laughs> no bullshit. Could play two two sides backwards. Like he was, he was nasty with it. And so, um, when it came down to arcades, I actually got to go and it was like a designated actual, like a building, yeah. you know, designated to an arcade. It wasn't connected to a movie theater. It wasn't connected to a mall. It was its own thing. Mm. And I hope that makes a, a, a comeback. That would be, I feel like modern day arcades now are like stuff like the, the arcade, but I have heard like there are have been like a couple places where I, I think um video game cafes are like kind of like the start of like this resurgence and arcades coming back. Video game cafes, I like that. It's like cute little coffee shop. It's basically so we have one actually right outside where I went to radio school. There was like right across the street. Uh, it was called, and this is basically a free promotion for them. Uh, back until when quarantine <laughs> comes back, but they're called Super Smash Cafe. Oh, that's sick. And you could go in, order some drinks, order some snacks, and just play video games. I believe I don't know if you had to rent out the system or like the space that you were using, but like you could just go in and so play you games. Have, you have like you know what Dave and Buster's is? I've heard the term because I believe that that was brought up in because I watch a lot of Achievement Hunter and I believe they've brought it up a couple times. So Dave and Buster's is um like your local it, it, it was like yeah it's an arcade it's like an adult arcade you just go get drunk and eat shitty food and play games with your friends until you have to take an uber oh home, yeah right? okay that is uh we have that similar a similar thing to that up here in canada uh oh what is it the rec room oh nice uh, i actually really like the name of that yeah so dave and busters um is like the last kind of standing arcade type but have you ever been to an arcade bar no, I have not. 
so in LA, there's quite a few, and I have. Well, it sucks actually because of the fucking pandemic. Yeah. Um, my sister's favorite place to go to. She, I mean, she was going there once a month at least, um, and just go get drunk with her friends. And they had like old school arcade games, like actual like joystick buttons, like the arcade games. And it was you would just you just go in there, and everybody's just having a good time. And it was like the the nerds with the people who just want to like be there to socialize and drink mixed with like sometimes you got like the emo kids and it was just like a really cool collective of people and uh yeah so arcade bars are pretty cool but again with the pandemic that kind of sucks that it got closed it got shut down they couldn't keep it open but uh yeah as far as arcades i would love to see those kind of you know what honestly i think I think those should be the next resurgence of like the next yeah. trend, because I, mean, I, I, I think it, I think it also it would be a perfect reason to do that because we've been locked up for like a whole almost two years now, well year and a half. Yeah. So like, perf it gets you out. You're still able to enjoy those video games that you've been playing at home for the past year and a half, and you can go socialize. Right. Perfect. You, I, it's the perfect research, Perfect I, time. I wonder how. I, I agree. I just wonder how they would... Okay, because the reason that like arcades and whatnot started to fall apart aside from people having the gaming systems at home and no need to actually go back out there, which now we're flip-flopping where people were like, I, I would love to go out and play video games with friends like we just said, um, is you have the shitheads that want to ruin it and break stuff, you know? And uh, obviously you just have to have them sign waivers and shit like you would with any establishment where you're going in and having fun um but if you could somehow especially with kids that's i think the biggest problem is to like you gotta make sure that the the little ones can't get in there and start wrecking havoc but i I, yeah i think i think it would be totally doable to just put the systems into arcades and make it a social a social area absolutely and yeah. even like for the adult side of things, like have some themed video game drinks, a Mario Tini, if you so, may. Those a Mario Tini would not be. What would go in that? I don't know. It has to be like blue on the bottom and red on top, though, with like a little like top it. of like doppel of like something white uh, to represent his little icon hat. For you and anybody listening, anything that is colored, especially red and blue, and it's so, it's just like, it stands out, it's probably going to wreck your body. I mean, there's drinks at Disneyland where, like, I had a friend, (laughs) uh, it was like a date, and we ended up going to the bar at the end of the night, and she looked at the bartender and was like, just get me something to fuck me up. And he brought out this concoction that didn't look like alcohol oh no but you took a sip of it and it was like rubbing alcohol and she had one and i had to carry her back to the car my god it was so like anything colored is probably going to destroy you but uh so uh, a mario teeny just be sure to like you know have an uber (laughs) or your friend or your mom pick you up whatever drink responsibly yes uh even though i don't drink uh anymore drink responsibly kiddos yes um Okay, you brought up Disney, and I want to bring this up real quick. Uh, did you ever mm-hmm. hear of Disney Quest? I feel like I did. Uh, it was in uh, Disney World, Florida, uh, back oh. in the downtown Disney district. Um, it was one of the... I, I went there, I believe it was like the last year it was open. 
Um, it was it was our family trip to Disney World, and we went there. And basically, it was like oh, three oh. areas. One area was like like physical games. I think there was like mini golf or laser tag or something. There was like a recording a recording studio where you could make your what? own songs. <laughs> they were all like censored for like kids yeah, bobs and like things like that. But you could make them witch friendly. Yes, and <laughs> a huge ass arcade. Yeah, I'm looking at this right now. I'm looking at this is kind of crazy looking. How uh, how long was this around? I oh God, when did I go to Disney? Like 2007, 2009, somewhere in those years. I went to we mm-hmm. went to Disney World, and then like the following year or two, it closed down because they were redoing all of like downtown that downtown Disney area. Yeah, I see some pictures of the reconstruction and them tearing it down, but. It's, it seems like it was Disney's Dave and Buster's, like what we were already yeah. talking about. It's just Disney's version. That's that's not bad. I'm not mad at that. It sucks that it's not around yeah. anymore, but again, you know, everything has a lifespan, especially mm-hmm. during what time it comes out. Yeah. Everything does. Um so yeah. I think we've I think we answered that question pretty good of what trend will be next. I think I think it's uh arcades. VR and v, v, oh, v, VR arcades? VR eight right. arcades. I think those are the two. Uh yes. I, I agree. Uh, I'm with you on that. Um, I guess we'll just end this off. What company do you think will be the one that does it? Ooh, what companies are doing? What companies are doing VR? We now? have HTC with their Vive uh-huh. series, and we have Oculus, which is owned by Facebook. But honestly, I would rather see Vive be the ones to kick it off than Oculus, just because. Oh, I mean, just because you know, Facebook. yeah, Facebook. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> look at what they're doing with their platforms. You can only imagine what they would do with video games. Um, yeah, I, I, Oculus though. I mean, it's, it's nuts. It's so good. It's so good. But Vive, I, I would love to see that. Yeah. Um, as far as anybody else, I mean, I haven't heard anything, so it's anybody's guess at that yeah. point. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, it's time for us to kick off the bonus level. Now accessing the bonus level. And this week in the bonus level, uh, starting off with top five. Uh, the top five games slash franchises that we've played. Nick, you're free to go first. Oh, okay. Oh, top five. I, I, I mean, Halo's in there. Okay. So, like, that, that is without a doubt that goes in that. Um, I, I can just give the top, the top five games. Um, because I, I had a top three at least, which was The Last of Us is at the top. Then you got a uh, Bioshock Infinite is up there. We talked about those two. All right. Um, Halo three, I think is the best Halo I've I've ever played. Um, I mean the the last mission to this day is like a memory burn into my brain. Um, honestly, I can't like. I kind of piggyback off of people. Okay, Ocarina of Time, although a throwback, a fantastic game. Um, it's one of those things where, just as like a side note, when you start talking about like games like Ocarina of Time, right? Um, yeah. It's a fun memory, right? But if I played it again, obviously, for me, at least, I can't sit there and watch like 1980s movies. It's just not my, th- I can't watch like older movies, just like I can't play older games. It just doesn't catch my attention because I have the attention span of a, a goldfish now, especially with like <laughs> its instant gratification that destroyed my, my pea sized brain. Um, so 
I'd say as as far as like memory and like what it did, Ocarina of Time's up there. The Dead Space trilogy is was unbelievable. I mean, I hate scary games and that who shit. I just think I think for franchises it's like Halo, Dead Space, BioShock. Just can't think of I'd have to like pull up Steam and go through like their uh when they were doing their deals. It was like a couple months ago of like, oh, these are the games that you could buy. I almost spent like hundreds of dollars on games that I used to play. Wow. Yeah, because I was just I was looking at it and I was like, oh God, I could buy this. I could play it again. And I was like, but do I want to? And I just kept going back and forth. But uh there's there's a lot of a lot of really good games out there. Another one that I can tell you is on Steam uh, we talked about earlier. The Sonic Adventure games, both of them are on Steam See, as like well. That, that's in with my those, brain. With the full Chow functionality. That's so sick. And like, you have those, you have uh, dude, all the, all the Sega games when I was a kid, you know? So it's like when I, when I think of even like the Grand Theft Auto games when I was growing up, like San Andreas was a really good game to play, but not in like my top. So I've never really thought about top five, but definitely uh, I could give you the top three being The Last of Us at the top, Bioshock Infinite, and Halo 3, Halo 4, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like for me, like my top five games, like they changed like so many times. Yeah, yeah. Like I was actually going to ask like what your list is now. So so my list uh, currently, uh, when I developed it today, uh, I decided to go by franchise. Um, and currently, uh, I can tell you uh, my top four for sure right now. Uh, we got... And I, I also classified it very differently. I'm like, these are games I've at least played two entries in. Okay. Or two, three entries in for these franchises. My number one, and I think it will always be at the top, is Yakuza. Okay. I love the Yakuza games. I've talked about those games so many times on this podcast that it's just ingrained. In every, I, whenever I talk about Yakuza, it's like, oh, here he goes again. <laughs> he's, he's going again. I like it. Uh, and uh, what I'll say again, Majima or Kiryu for Smash, please. Please, Nintendo, please. <laughs> um, second one, it's a game that is a series that I've been recently playing, and that's the Danganronpa series. Um, I was introduced to them through my friend Zach years ago. Never played them, but I, I've known about them. And I finally sat down to play them. And my God, they are so. If you like a good, like murder mystery type game but the p and uh but the people who are getting killed are teenagers <laughs> honestly it's a good time it's so funny how different our taste is in games <laughs> like they're they're the polar opposite of each other like as 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 both of us are, are talking about the games we both are just kind of like nodding like yeah okay yeah <laughs> i have no idea but yeah okay like as long as people are really into it and passionate about the stuff that they like i'll i'll listen exactly all day. exactly yeah, yeah i am the same way like how, how are you gonna tell somebody to fuck off with their favorites you know <laughs> yeah I, i'll only i'll only say that if it's like a little kid with fortnite <laughs> doing a dance as well when, when they fortnite say oh let's ma- when they say when they say oh it's master chief from fortnite i'm gonna oh, drop kick a kid dude no get out of my face exactly that's the that's the only time i'll ever you know, yeah, yeah. get angry, of but course. you know, it's understandable. Uh, number three, uh, the classic Pokemon. That I have, I have been a Pokemon fan for a long. You time. You know what? Yeah, you're right. That's a fucking. That is a stellar game. They did. I mean, obviously, dude, it's Pokemon. It's still alive today. Like, 
Yes, I agree. That's a good game. And I am really excited for the Diamond and Pearl remakes that are coming out later this year. What about the the remake of Pokemon Snap? Did you ever play? Oh, I I play I did play the original Snap. I played it on my Wii U Virtual Console, oh. but I, I did play it, dude. So good. And I'm excited for that's at the end of this month. I keep I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta remember. I gotta probably pre I'm probably gonna pre order that maybe midway through this just, month. Just so good. Get it? You know. Oh yeah, I'm excited for that too. Mm-hmm. There's so many. There's like this is a good year for Pokemon. I think. I think Pokemon is making the, some good choices what's, this year. What's the the one that they, the open world one that they just talked about? Uh Pokemon Le- uh, Legends Arceus. Dude, I don't even care for Pokemon that much anymore. But what is that? I was like, whoa. Do I want to? Do I want to start playing again? I definitely want to see another trailer with that game. Uh-huh. Because it did, it was a bit frame rate not good. Of course, yeah, yeah. But I would like to see more when it's a bit more developed. Okay, fair enough. Uh, next one I'm going to drop: classic party game series. Uh, they have another one coming out this year. It's the Jackbox games. Dude, they're so good. They're, they're so, so good. good. And Jackbox Eight comes out this year. Nice around fall. Nice. So. Look forward to that. They haven't touched announced anything for it aside from that. It's coming this year, but I'm excited for that. Did you? Because I just decided, like, like I said, piggybacking off of uh, things that I get reminded of. So I just looked up like a, a list of some of the top games in the world that ever came out. Did you ever play the Red Dead games? I played Red Dead Redemption. Uh, sorry, uh, yeah, right. Okay, so way back when I was a kid, uh-huh. I played Red Dead Revolver on the original Xbox. Whoa. Didn't know what I was doing, but I was I played it. Yeah, I maybe got to like the second, third, or fourth level. Oh, okay, and then just I, I and I did play Red Dead Redemption, but I didn't play a lot. I maybe I got to when you first cross into Mexico, and that's where I got story wise. I mostly played uh, Red Dead Online, got the it. first one, a little, and that was really my experience with the game. Uh, that like I have heard and seen that Red Dead is probably like one of the best games people have played, especially like Red Dead 2 was just a, a, a yeah. fantastic second installment. Um, as far as like characters, I don't know the characters. I'm looking at the Witcher right now. Geralt's a fucking badass. You can't I, say he's not. He abs- I have, I have, I need to play Witcher 3. Okay. I have not. I will never I, touch that game that with a 10-foot pole because of how long it is. <laughs> Oh yeah, like that's probably that's one of the reasons I like postponed it so much is because it's like, oh, do I really want to inv- do that another? Like when it comes to like when I have to sit down for like an eighty hour, hundred plus hour game, it's like, am I am I mentally ready for it? I mean, it's more than it's more than that. I know people oh, yeah. have put like two, three hundred hours into that game because yeah, it just and, never ends. And here and here's the thing: I'm a completionist, so that's another reason oh, I won't God, touch Witcher Three. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry you have yeah. to go through that. <laughs> <laughs> um, um the uh, and then last just last two skyrim and portal skyrim i platinum skyrim oh my god base game skyrim not the three expansions but i did get most of the trophy i think i got most of the dawn guard trophies i think i'm only missing two and then I have, I'm only missing one with Hearthfire, but I did not touch the Dragonborn DLC at all. It's it's probably going to bother you then that uh, my one of my brothers and I, we were playing the game at the same time. Different, you know, storylines, uh, different saves. But um, yeah. he got to the end of the game before I did, and I watched him play it. And because I watched him play it, I never completed it. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I didn't complete Skyrim until maybe my third playthrough through the game. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I don't feel so bad anymore then. 
Like my first playthrough, I think I got to like a very high level that it like I it was like so much harder for me to beat the dragons as well, and like I had a shit build and all that. So yeah. I go back for my second time, but then I'm doing so much other things, and then it wasn't until like my first, my third time playing through it that I'm like, okay, let's actually not get distracted, do main story stuff, and like grind some side stuff to get some levels and shit, but then focus on main, and I finally did it. Do you ever think... Uh, and then I played it again when it came out to the PS4 and Platinum did. Do you think your other two saves are feeling abandonment issues? Do they miss you? Nah, I've started that game like 15 times. Oh my god, <laughs> those, those poor 14 others that didn't get completed. Um, And then like Portal was great. Uh, I never played the, the Solid Snake series, like... Metal Gear Solid? Yeah. But uh, I heard those were really good too, but Portal was... I loved Portal a lot. Yeah. Uh, And my fifth one, my fifth one that I came up with, I'm like, you know what? It is It is in my top. I like... I, because I couldn't think of anything else, Mario Party. That's a really... Okay, if we were going that direction, then yeah, I can get on board with uh, stuff like that. I, I always forget like the party games are a thing. Mario Party will forever hold a special place in my heart. Yeah. Mario Party, I, I whenever I play with some friends, I'm like, oh, is Mario Party going to give it or take it away today? Is it going to ruin my friendship or is it just <laughs> going to ruin my friendship? Um, <laughs> there is no in between. Dude, I, uh, it was, long, long story short, uh, I had an ex of mine who was kind of like a close friend of the family. So we're, we're friends now pretty much. And I remember... It was her, myself, and like two of my brothers, and we were playing. And she whooped our ass so bad that I started getting angry at her as if we were dating again. And I was like, what is this game? I need to not play this game anymore. <laughs> Why is it bringing up old feelings? Like, I need to. <laughs> the, the Mario Party games have a way of doing that. Both Mario Party and Mario Kart have ways oh, of doing that. Dude, you hit somebody with a, a, a nasty fucking like turtle right before they cross the line and you pass them, you, you're getting knocked out. Like, there's no, no shot you're not. Oh, yeah. Yeah, pretty bad. Uh, good choices. Uh, but that's t- yeah, good. Yes, uh, same with you. Thanks. Same with you. Um, that was a very good top five. Uh, and we're gonna move on to this week in gaming history from April fifth to April eleventh. Here's some things that happened on the fifth in two thousand nine. The Nintendo DSi was released in North America for one hundred sixty nine U.S. dollars. On April 6th in 1982, Atari released the Pac-Man cartridge for the Atari VCS for 37 US dollars. Holy shit, man. Wow. On April 7th in 2009, The Chronicles of Riddick, Assault on Dark Athena, released for the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 in North America. And uh, Riddick, if I'm remembering correctly, was the Vin Diesel game. Oh no. Oh, I think you're right. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm double-checking this because... I think you're right. Uh, Chronicles of Riddick yep. starred... Yep. Holy hell. Speaking of him, Ark. Yeah, Ark 2. Insane. Ins- like, what are you doing? What are we doing? What- he's a, I don't know if you know this. He's like a, a producer for that game as well. Oh, no shit. Okay, well, I'm gonna back up on that one then. If he's like that big of a part of it, then never like, mind. Like the like you have like legit in an interview, Vin Diesel said that like, he's like put in like 
hundreds of hours into Ark. Okay. Never mind. So I take it back. He, he, he's a huge fan of the game. A round of applause for him, then. I had... You just informed me. Damn. Uh, April 8th, 2001, Dr. Mario 64 was released in North America. There was a... There was a... Yeah, whole... I didn't know that there was a Dr. Mario 64. I did not know that either. What? What did you even have to do in it? Uh, probably what you do in the u- normal Dr. Mario, but, you know, it was kind of like Nintendo 64 3D style, I think. Whoa. This is just a prediction. I have no clue what the game is Wait, about. Oh, or Oh, no, it's say. Tetris. Oh, oh yeah. That, I, okay, now that you're bringing that up, that is ringing a bell of what that Dr. Mario game was. Yeah. Whoa. Okay, yeah, I, 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 I remember this. I just, wow. Okay, cool. Uh, April 9th. 2007, Super Paper Mario was released for the Wii in North America. The first non-RPG Paper Mario game, which is where the series kind of began going. uh, As the combat got weirder and arguably worse, depending on who you ask, uh, with each (laughs) franchise going onward. I think I I played one. I think I played one of the Paper Marios. For, like, I, I I say I've only played one as well, and it was Super Paper Mario. I can say Super Paper Mario is a fantastic game. What are the game types where uh, you have to attack and then let the other side attack you when you get into a battle? It's kind of like it looks like a Pokemon it, fight. It's it's an RPG. Okay. It's uh it's RPG. It's it's like a baseline RPG. Yeah. Depending on then you go from like what other mechanics you're able to do in the game. It's pretty it's like it's a JRPG, an action RPG, a platform RPG, and all that. Okay. Other miscellaneous yeah, yeah. I played, things. I played one of those, and I thought it was pretty cool. And then I just never played another one in my life. Yeah. Uh, April tenth, nineteen ninety five. Midway releases Mortal Kombat three to arcade systems. Damn. Arcades, classic arcades. Mortal Kombat three. Throwback to the conversation, dude. Exactly. Speaking of Mortal Kombat, the movie. Are you excited? I don't know how I feel. Why? Honestly, believe it or not, I somehow still haven't seen a trailer for the movie. Oh, you have to. I pro- and I will. I probably will after this episode. It's it's worth it. It's I, I'm I'm stoked. I really am. I'm I'm hesitant only because it is a video game movie, and That's we fair. know how those tend to go. That's fair. So I am hesitant, but you know what? I'm also always optimistic that it will break the curse. <laughs> and April eleventh. 1992, the SNES is released in Europe for 149 pounds. It's always weird to me that they use pounds as a term of currency, but we're just used to dollars. But uh, as far as the, the release itself, it's so crazy looking at that going 1992, which is weird to say was, what, 29 years ago? Almost almost 30 years ago. Ah, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Um. Oh God, I'm looking at that. I'm like, I was born in '94. I'm gonna be. Oh God. Uh, oh God. <laughs> but dude, it's like I remember these systems when I was a kid. I'd go over to my aunt's house and uh, play the original Nintendo, like with the the large cartridges that looked like. Oh and, yeah, the the good old NES, dude. And we played Duck Hunt, where you actually had the uh, the orange the, the, the zapper. Yeah, it was like a, like an orange gun that you plugged into the system. Yeah. Um. And then playing, okay, that's where Mario, like the original Mario on that game, whew, untouchable, untouchable. Um, <laughs> and also I played, it was like Paperboy, I think was one of the games. Yeah, that, yeah, uh, I, I know, I know, I know of Paperboy, a, yeah. A blast, 
a blast. And like looking at that going, that thing costs 150 pounds. So I don't even know what that conversion is, but that's a lot of money for that system. But at the time, I guess it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, look at what consoles cost now. Uh, Yeah, but those are like mini computers, especially like the the new Xbox and new PlayStation. It's a... have you ever looked at the specs on those things? Uh, not uh, kind of, kind of not really. Dude, they outperform a large majority of people's PCs. I'm not kidding. Dang, it is. There is some nasty hardware in there. I'm like, you you packed what in that thing? Like, how did you even <laughs> you put do that? what in that dump truck ass of yours? <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's impressive to see what they've done. So it's cool. All right. Uh, the achievement of the week this week is hitting the jackpot in Outriders, which is to kill 1,000 enemies in expeditions. Get to it. Get to it. The game to look out for is Say No More. And honestly, go check out the trailer for this game because it is all you're doing is walking around an office building. People come up to you and they're like, can you do this for me? And you just say no. And when you say no, it shoots them ragdoll style. Wait. I'm looking this up right now. I'll definitely be looking it up more as we uh once once we're done. But what? I like it. It's real. It's, it's a really funny game and uh, looks really cool. And here is this week's chicken update. Hey, it's me again at your local Popeyes, explaining to the cashier that he literally turns himself into a pickle, and he calls himself Pickle Rick. It was the funniest shit that I've ever seen. Thanks for that update, Mike. Uh, Nick, thank you for coming on the podcast. Dude, this was a blast, Tony. Thank you for having me on, man. It was. I, I would absolutely have you on again. Yeah. Um, Where can we find you on the internet? So, uh, Twitch is the main thing I'm doing right now. It's just uh, Nick Rule. It's N-I-C-K-R-U-H-L-E on Twitch. Uh, on social platforms with Twitter and Instagram, it's that same thing with uh, an underscore at the end. And that's pretty much it as far as... uh where you can find me. Excellent. And of course, you can find me over on Instagram, Twitch, and TikTok at Tony's Game Lounge, uh, and over on Twitter at Radio Tony. Um, For Twitch, we try to stream Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, depending on what my schedule looks like. Uh, We are currently playing through Persona 5 Strikers, as Danganronpa Ultra Despair Girls is extremely censored, and I can't stream that without a capture card. <laughs> so uh, we're going to be enjoying some Persona for a while, so come hang out. It's good times. And go check out Nick as well. He's, he's, really, he's really good at Warzone and the shooters. I appreciate that, you know, going against the cheaters and all that. And if, you know, the content's bad, uh, I totally forget that I do make TikToks out of the bad content. It's a... Uh... <laughs> It's a fun time. That's also Nick rule. Um, but you guys better go check out Tony's stuff. If you don't, we will find you. Um, <laughs> but dude, thank you. Uh, I just, so much. I just want to, uh, I just want to bring this up yeah, real yeah. quick. Uh, I discovered Nick um, during a through my alt account, uh, Lasagna Luigi. Okay, hold on. Yes, go ahead. Sorry. Um, so I was Lasagna Luigi. He's an, if you ever see Lasagna Luigi on Twitch, you're most likely playing Super Liminal. <laughs> Um, oh. as Nick was playing super liminal, I got into the stream. He just finished the game. Yeah, that's right. And so I'm like, oh, this, but the, 
honestly, like, I was like, oh, this dude seems really cool. Like, I was I was lurking for a bit, watching and seeing, like, what you were like. I'm like, okay, this dude's really cool. I like his setup. I like what he's got. And so I hit the follow, and then... Oh, what transpired it. next was, like, some of the funniest shit I've ever had with my Lasagna Luigi account. What What do you mean? In, in terms of, like, how I was questioning it? and Yes. Dude, yes. when you came in with that, I was like, you know what? I knew I was going to run into people on Twitch, but but he started a, a lasagna army. And I was like, I, <laughs> I need to understand. So it's just question after question. And then all of a sudden, you come in with a second account. And I was like, oh, no, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was it was it was so good. Yeah, it was. A it fun was time. such. It was such a fun time, and I'm glad. I'm, I'm kind of. I'm glad I had that interaction because you you, you never know what you're gonna get. No, you really don't, dude. You're gonna. You, you get, dude. Twitch has a just like a, a side sidebar on this. Like Twitch has kind of granted me meeting. I mean, I met you. This fucking podcast was a blast. We've been talking for an hour and what forty minutes or so. Forty. Yeah. And, and it's just. It's been a blast. Like it didn't die off. I your setup, like I said in the beginning before we started, I was like, it's impressive for anybody listening. His his setup, the the the, the things that we were talking about, it's it's great. It's it's structured. Uh, like I was telling him, I had a podcast before this. It's no longer around, but it was like free form, so I wasn't used to this. And this it caught my interest heavily. Um, but you run into like. A lot of different personalities, and I've made some pretty cool friends on Twitch. It's a it's a good time. Yes, um, thank you, thank you once again, Nick. This was this was an absolute blast. Yeah, dude, thank you for having me on. I I really did have fun. And thank you, the listener, for staying with us again for like another longer episode than expected. But honestly, season three has had so much unexpected stuff going on that it's awesome. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week in the game lounge. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Tony's Game Lounge. You can find all social media links in the episode description. Be sure to follow the podcast on your streaming platforms for new episodes and follow Tony's Game Lounge on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch for weekly updates.